Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hi, welcome to Light Hustler, a podcast all about sharing your dark to find your light. This is one of those episodes that's from my live storytelling show. And if you're new to the podcast, when I say my, I mean me, Anna David. Uh, sometimes these episodes are from the live storytelling show. Sometimes they're Facebook live interviews. Now, this is the first time you're going to be able to see the video from the show because now I am releasing these podcasts on video iTunes is allowing it. It's super awesome. Now, um, the guest is hilarious, the guy telling the, sh- the story. But before we get into that, here's something. I would love it if you went and picked up Party Girl on audio. I'm so excited. I've written six books. This is the only one that's really good. Don't tell my other books I said that. Um, it was always my dream that it was going to come out as an audio book. Those dreams were dashed. Nobody wanted it as an audio, but that's not true. HarperCollins didn't sell the rights. Guess who got them back this year and recorded it herself? Yes, eight hours in a studio just for you. And I'm so excited it's now available. You can get it by going to PartyGirlAudio.com. Now, here's the thing. If you hear this before December 20th, 2018, you can be entered into a contest All you have to do, buy Party Girl on audio. And when I say buy, if you are new to Audible, you can actually get it for free. And if you are not new to Audible, you probably have a subscription, so you can just use this as as your book for the month. So, I mean, which feels free, right, if you're already paying for it. I know feeling free and being free are not the same thing. Anyway, if you send me your proof of purchase, which is to say send the receipt or whatever it is to Anna at AnnaDavid.com. I am going to be picking one winner on December 21st, and they will receive signed copies uh, from three of my recent podcast guests, copies of their books. My Fair Junkie by Amy Dresner, Rock Monster by Kristen Casey, How to Be Perfect Like Me by Dana Bowman. Yes, all you have to do to enter is send me an email that shows me you got a copy of Party Girl on audio, And I will be picking one winner randomly, and I am rooting for all of you, truly. Now, let's get into it. He gets a proper introduction in this episode to come, so I'm not going to be redundant, but his name is Matt Gallagher. And by the way, I really do want to say in all seriousness, if you are newly sober, um, I don't want you to find this story triggering. It's it's graphic. It gets into hard drugs. So um, if that's you, I recommend stopping to listen. Um, if that's not you, keep listening. It's pretty freaking funny. 
Here's Matt Gallagher. Your next comic, you're in for a big, big treat. He's a friend of mine. Matt Gallagher is an actor and comedian who's performed all around New York and Los Angeles. His work can be seen on CBS, ESPN, the History Channel, and MTV. He created and starred in the popular live storytelling series, The Story Seller, with Jessica Wood, and has just completed filming just, just completed filming on his own first one-hour special, A Stumble in the Woods, available streaming soon. Please welcome Matt Gallagher. Hey, Amy, sorry you had to read all that. I made up some. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I better get a bio together. Whatever. Uh, all right, I'm going to move this around because I move around a lot. I'm a little hyper. Take a deep breath. So I'm going to tell a story. Um... I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I was born one. I mean, I, both sides of my family are Irish Catholic bar owners. Yes. I have six sisters. I'm the only boy. If you're going to breed an alcoholic, that's the recipe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was on. I was allowed to drink. And I was like, this is awesome. And I just went for it. You know what I mean? So that wasn't a surprise to anybody. Like, that I started drinking. I was a morning drinker at an early age. I drank all the time. It was my thing. It got me out of my head. It was great. The drug addiction was a surprise. Yeah. Like, I avoided drugs. Like, it was like Irish Catholic. You don't do drugs. You don't do drugs. You don't do drugs. And I'm in Arizona working in a bar. And I'm like, I'm a bar back. And I'm cleaning dishes. And I'm drinking, you know, because I drink when I work. You know what I mean? That's why I was a bartender, you know? So I'm like cleaning dishes in like the scrubber. And the bartender comes around and puts a straw between my arms. He goes, sniff. And I go, whoa! Was that Coke? He's like, yeah. And I go, I've been avoiding that. I heard it's bad. It's not. That's not bad. I think I can drink more. I think I can drink a lot more. Woo, yeah, right, yeah. So it was on. I'm like, I found my new thing. Because now I'm living in Arizona. I got to drive everywhere. And I was like one of those like kind of like both sides of the road drivers. Like Coke kind of helped. You know, I was like, great. So now I'm like, Coke's in, Coke's in. And it was like a few months later, I lived in a house with like four guys who worked in nightclubs. And one of them was like a doorman, a bouncer. And he had this girlfriend. And she comes out like in the middle of the night from the bedroom and I'm on the couch drinking like I always was. If I was awake, I was drinking by myself. And she sticks around, she's like, do you party? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I do, I party. Yeah, a couple times. She's like, come with me. She goes into my bedroom and she puts out these two lines. I'm like, is that Coke? She's like, sorta. Yeah, yeah you know where this is going. Like, yeah, okay. It's like, it's called, me yeah, you know, you know where this is going. So I'm like, yeah, sword is good, right? And I'm like, whoa, fuck! I can drink a lot more! I can drink a lot more! What's this called? She's like, meth. I'm like, yes! Meth! I am in! Like, you know, I mean, I was like, bah, 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 bah. I'm like firing down beers, like I'm just like talking. I'm like, oh my God, I want to feel like this forever. She like left and I spent like the next day and a half like naked in my bedroom trying to masturbate with a broken dick and like just chugging warm beer, right? You know what I mean? It was funny. Like if somebody had a video of it, I had calluses on my dick. It was like, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. And all I was thinking to myself, like I want to feel like this all the time. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, I... So yeah, so I did. Like I started calling her all the time. Like they broke up and I'm like best friends with her now, right? You know, I was like, can I get more of that? You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so a couple months in, like she goes, you have to meet my friend. Okay, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, she goes, she just got out of a bad relationship. 
perfect. <laughs> you know, you know, nice broken bird. And she goes, she's always got stuff, you know, and I'm out of town, you should go see her. I'm like, okay. So I drive to this girl's house, like double wide trailer. And uh, yeah, so I knock on the door and this girl's like, you know, she's really pretty. She's like, hey. And then this dog goes and like runs in the back and hides behind a shed. And she's like, oh, that's Max. My ex used to kick him a lot. He's scared of men. I'm like, oh man, really, you know? So she goes, I'm going to go re-up. You can hang out here if you want. I'll be back in a minute. You know, you know fucking crystal person. A minute, day, month, six months. You fucking, I may never see her again. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, like, okay, bye. <laughs> fucking stranger in your house, you know? So I like get in my head because we had a little bit out of line. I'm like, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm focusing on the dog. Yeah. So now I'm outside and like I squat down. I'm like, here, Max. Come here, Max. Come here, Max, 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 Max. Max, Max. Like for like an hour, maybe two, who knows, you know. It's like slowly this fucking dog like sticks its head out from behind the shed. And after like another half hour, it comes close to me and I'm like petting its nose. And then it just does like the lap and like, and like squats down in my, in my lap and I'm petting him, right? And she comes in and she sees me with the dog and I'm like, you just, Max, just need a little love. He's a good guy, just needs a little attention. She's like kind of like, what the fuck? Like broken homegirl, you know what I mean? She was like, is this guy actually nice, you know? So she splits up, uh, you know, a couple bags of speed and weighed out and she gives me the stuff I was coming for. And I'm like, all right, we'll see ya. And we go outside and she walks me out. I'm like, all right, bye. And she pushes me against her van and like makes out with me. And I'm like, yeah, all right, you know, this is good. So now I got a girlfriend who has drugs all the time. You know what I mean? So I'm doing drugs all the time, right? And she had a job. She was, um... Do you know when like, you hear like, things that's like, you know, like, Thursday night, lingerie night at the Bowery Ball, you know, like that. She's like a traveling stripper. She did lingerie shows, right? You know what I mean? So yeah, like whatever that job is, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like now I got this girlfriend who like, you know, she's in different parts of Arizona doing like lingerie nights, but she has all the hookups for drugs. And I mean, I, now I'm like, I'm doing it night and day, three to five days at a time, I'm smoking it, you know, like it's on, right? And then a couple times, I go, yeah, I'm missing a tooth. Like, I've been, I fucking, yeah. So, a couple times I was like, where did you go? Like, she disappeared, you know, she's disappearing a lot. And she goes, listen, occasionally, me and a couple of the other girls do some side escorting. And I'm like, oh, escort, oh, fucking escort? You know what I mean? I get all, like, indignant. And she goes, it's not like that, it's not like that. She goes, there's a service after the lingerie shows and guys will pay and their credit card goes on file and they get charged for 15 minutes and we go there and there's always two of us and like we strip and we keep them, if they're doing drugs, we just keep them talking and we do their drugs and if they don't have drugs, we sell them drugs and we make a lot of money. In fact, we need a driver. She's like, you drive us there, right? And we'll pay you and you get free drugs. I'm like, sounds good, I'm in, I'll do that. I, I like that job, I'm unemployable, I got to do it. So now I'm doing, I'm usually just sitting in the car and this one night, you know those like hotels that are inside and they're round? Like there's no corners, it's just like a round hotel. Like that. They'd had a bad feeling about this guy and they go, you gotta come in. Like, you know, wait in the hallway. And they go, if we like text you, you gotta kick the door in and get us out. I'm like, okay. I weigh like 140 pounds. I couldn't kick in a fucking screen door. I'm like, whatever. So they go in and I'm out in this round hallway and I've been up at the, like for about five days. So you know when you start like five days, you start like seeing shit, you know what I mean? Like not like childhood memories, just shit. So I'm in this like round hallway. I'm like, what is that? Someone there? Is someone there? 
there's someone there? What is that, someone there? Like, yeah, like fucking deer and like, like little hobgoblins, like someone there? What is that, someone there? Someone there? Who is that? I don't know how long, I, I may have gone all the way around the fucking hotel room. I have no idea. All of a sudden, the door opens up and the two girls come out like, we gotta get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, we gotta get out of here. Fucking ghosts. So run out, you know, and what the fuck happened? And like shit like that was happening all the time and we would fight all the time, keep getting back together. And one time she brought me to this party and it was one of her dealer's parties. And like, I did not fit in. A lot of, uh, this is when tattoos weren't real popular. Tattoos were basically just like dead. Like bikers and a few heavy metal band guys had sleeve. There's, these guys all had mostly finished tattoos, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like kind of a rough crew. And I'm over there and my hair at this point was like super long, you know what I mean? It was like, but it was like Cindy Crawford hair and they all had like heavy metal hair. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, who invited the fucking poof, you know? Uh, so the guy who's in charge, because he goes, you seem like a good guy. You're pretty cool. I'm like, thanks, I think I am. Yeah, he goes, I gotta ask you a favor, man. My best friend's getting out of prison, right? Here's the thing. I can't go pick him up, warrant, whatever, bullshit, you know, but I can't pick him up. If you pick him up, and we want to get a hotel room to like celebrate that he's free, I can't get a hotel room. My driver's license suspended, warrant, blah, blah, blah. But we got money. If you get him and you put the hotel in your name, we're going to hook you up. I mean, hook you up. And this was a guy, like, his garage was, like, the Breaking Bad bags of speed. You know, like, those things, like, holy shit. Like, even when I would go over to buy, he would just go, like, and, like, hit a rock off, and he's like, here you go, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, hooking up from this guy's getting hooked up. I could break up with the girl, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, sure. So I show up at the prison, and out comes this guy, right? And he had been in jail from 16 to 18 in juvie. He was out for six months, and then he did another three years. So, like, six months of his adult life, so sounds cool. Um, he comes out of the prison and he looks like the guy from Skid Row. He's got like long blonde hair. He's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm mad. I'm here to take you home, take you to the hotel. So he gets in and we're driving over there. And he's like, we're going to the strip club tonight. I'm like, yeah, I heard. And he goes, is it like uh, in the penthouse letters and everything? And I'm like, what part? He's like, you know, where like if you're in a strip club, you can bend a stripper over and fuck her in the ass. I'm like, no, no, it's not like that. He goes, those letters seem real. And I'm like, they're really not. Like, what the fuck? I mean, this guy had been in prison since he was a kid. I'm like, that's, that's not how it works. Like, whatever. So we go back to the hotel room, and the rest of the crew shows up, and it is fucking brutal, these guys. I'm like, I am not fitting in. Like, this was a tough fucking crowd. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't think I should go to the strip club. And the guy who I got out of prison goes, I can't go to the fucking strip club like this. He's wearing the same shirt he got arrested in when he was like 16. You know what I mean? This like long, dopey shirt. You know what I mean? And I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go. You can wear my shirt. He's like, thanks. So I give him my shirt and he takes his off. And it was like neck to belly fucking Nazi shit. Yeah. And I was like, I was scared to look at it. Like I'd never been around it. I was like, oh, I, that, like I'm trying to look away. You know, like I know that, I know that sign. I know that symbol. And then I'm like trying to read things and I get like three words in. I'm like, that's bad. That's bad. That's not, oh God. You know what I mean? I'm like totally embarrassed. I'm like, oh God, here's the shirt. Put on the shirt. You know what I mean? So they leave, right? And now I'm like, whew, they left me a little speed. And I got the hotel room to myself. And I'm like, I think I just dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? So they're gone. I'm drinking beer. I go out to the pool. I have a few, you know, beers. I come back in. I'm like, I'm just going to wait a little bit. And then I'm going to go off on my own. I'm just going to chalk it up to fuck it, right? 
Like an hour later, the fucking door kicks in. Boom, the guy comes in with my shirt that's ripped, covered in blood. He fucking kicks a chair over across the room. The rest of the guys come in. The guy who got me into this mess comes in, picks up a table and throws it at him, right? He's like, you're a fucking animal, man. You can't rape girl. Like, just like, I'm like, he tried to rape a stripper, right? And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, so I'm like, calm down. The room's in my name. Like, they give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like... You know, bang, 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 bang. You know, like, I'm like, I, you know, like, I'm gonna get out of here. You know what I mean? I'm like, keep the shirt. You know, like, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, can I get that hookup? <laughs> yeah. And the guy turns to me, goes, "We're cooking everything." And then out come the needles, right? Yeah, right. And it's like, okay. And they're all got needles. They're all going. He's, I'm gonna hook you up. And I'm like, I don't do needles. He's like, why? It's better. Just do it. <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm like, part of my brain's going, yeah, maybe he's right if it's better. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. And he goes like, and he goes back. He's like, I'm just going to shoot some up your nose. <laughs> and I'm like this, and I see this fucking lunatic with rage hands and a fucking needle coming at my face. I'm like, I'm good. I do like the fucking, woo, you know what I mean? And I get out of there, and I leave. And I get in my car and I'm driving back to where like I live, right? And I remember thinking to myself at that moment, like I realized, like those guys had a problem. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> that would take another six years for me to come to that conclusion. Well, that's my uh, story. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.